We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. and a happy Saturday to everyone. I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood-Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in picturesque South St. Louis. And I'm Pastor Jolly John Lekomsky from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and New Athens and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. And this is Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the basics. basics. Oh, man, our timing is back. All right, we're good. <laughs> Boy, but it's only going to go downhill from here. Watch out. <laughs> That's, that's, you know, honestly, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's always been my strategy. I always start poorly because I can only get better. There you when, go. I, when I start out really good, like you say, I end up just you setting know, the bar low yeah. and then just <laughs> getting better. I had a cartoon that used to sit on my desk uh, there at the church that said, uh, basically, it was, I, 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 I'm going to plan to do something stupid today because I like to make plans I know I can fulfill. <laughs> there you go. A plan you can keep. <laughs> so so here's the thing. I've got a song for the musical. I've been working oh, on it. I know basics, we have been talking about the it. Musical. Are you ready for this? Okay. Uh, okay, lay it on us. Good, 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 good creation. Do, 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 do. Good, 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 good creation. <laughs> I'm talking about good creation. What do you think? What do you wow. think? Wow. That, 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 that's a winner? That was something. That was something. Have you talked to the Beach Boys about this? Are we in- oh, that's a Beach Boys song? <laughs> I thought I just made that up. Is that right? That's a Beach Boys song? Oh, well. Oh, boy. Know. We do not want to get in trouble with the, the Beach Boys. Those oh, are the last people you shoot. want mad at you, John. Man, the Beach well, Boys. Okay. Yeah, because they'll throw sand in your face. <laughs> sand Those in your face. Beach Boys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I guess we can't use that one. Man, I don't know. It just came to my head. Like, what a great... But yeah, you're right. They, there is a song that's kind of like that. Kind of like It's, it's similar. similar. Yeah. It's similar. But it okay. is catchy. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's that. catchy. And the reason reason I have that theme song today, because guess what we're doing uh, this this Saturday on Wrestling with the Basics? Let me guess, creation. Yes, yes. I hope you didn't choreograph any of that yet. <laughs> if, we, if we're not going to use that, would be uh, such a waste. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I'm. Oh, yeah, man, I wish you hadn't brought that up because yeah, I had a little dance well, steps for us and everything. We're going to kind of spin around when we got to the word creation and <laughs> waving our hands. Good, good, good. You know, like, creation. Okay. Well, yeah. It's going to be stuck in it? my head. You're it's going to be stuck in my head the All rest right. of the day. That's a sign of a good musical, though. You come away singing. <laughs> so right. We need the catchy tunes. <laughs> well, scratch that one, though. I thought Wait, we had one may, Maybe those third and fourth graders who sent us the jokes could, could, write, could write some <laughs> Maybe uh, they could write some songs some for songs us, too. Us. All right. Start working on that kid. I know what they could do. Because you know what the little kids do? They dance, dance, dance like oh, crazy. Yeah. There's some game out there called Fortnite or something, and part of the game is you learn you dance? dance moves. Is yeah, huh. man, they're the kid. The little kids are good. They're good. Yeah, except that's they probably have to have the little kids come in and do the dancing because I don't. I know I couldn't do the dance moves. You, no. young blood, might be able to. Yeah, we'll but they're see. past my arthritic. Legs. Get down and do some break dancing. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see here. 
All right, you want to start reading in Genesis chapter 1? Oh, we started at the very, very right, beginning here? the very here. beginning, very Whoa, beginning of okay. the Bible. We were doing something from the end of the Bible with James, something might not even be in the Bible. <laughs> and now we got something that's always been in the Bible. Still your beef Genesis with James. Pastor <laughs> John. All right, by, by, all by right. The way, fair let me, enough. I mean, let me just be honest here. I am channeling Martin Luther. We just had the Reformation a couple weeks ago. Yes. I'm going to channel Martin Luther. If there's anything that you say, hey, that was really, that was clever. Uh, I, I, I read Luther's commentary on Genesis. Have you read that? Not the whole thing. You read the okay. whole thing? I've read the whole thing. Good for you. In fact, I think every, you know what we need to do, though? We need to write a uh, a Reader's Digest version of that. That could be a project for us. Sure. Because he does Why ramble not? on. He re- well, he, seriously, I'm sure people are going to, you could probably get it on the internet for free. Just t- t- Google Luther's yeah. Genesis yeah. commentary. But sometimes he does. He's a little wordy, on. huh? He's a little wordy. A typical preacher. Yeah. But he has some neat things to say. Well, anyway, I'll start off and I'll show you one of the first neat things okay, he okay. says. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Now, now the first thing that, that Luther asks is, why doesn't Moses follow the pattern that he follows throughout the rest of this chapter, right? Yes. Usually when God's making something, what does Moses say? Well, God speaks, right? God says, let there be, and then yeah. there is. But, but here in the first verse, he doesn't say a thing. It's just poof, there you got heavens and earth. Uh, uh, of course, it's not too impressive. <laughs> It's without form and void, you know, yeah, right? Yeah. Not really much to see there. Uh, but but Luther, you got any idea? That was Luther's speculation. Why doesn't he start off by saying, and God said, let there be heaven and earth? Well, I think in verse 1, I mean, that that, that sort of summarizes it. It's That's it's, what I've always thought. In the beginning, God yeah. created the heavens and the earth. I mean, you could almost just stop there. Yeah. Enough said. All right. We'll believe it. God's word says it, you know. <laughs> but then I then he takes the time to to unpack it, uh, and we get this broad overview in the rest of the chapter. And then, if that's not enough, chapter two he does it oh, all yeah. over again, right? Yeah. He recounts creation and zooms in, especially on on Adam and Eve, of course. But um, yeah, that, that, that's interesting. I think part of it, perhaps, is how do you put this into words? How oh, do yeah. you put into words? And certainly, he's inspired by the Holy Spirit, no doubt. But creation itself out of nothing, our, our finite human minds just can't fathom that. So how do you put into words? And I think, you know, verses one and two then, too, you know, this this uh, without form and hovering over the waters, it, it's almost as though Moses is struggling to put into words this, this nothingness and, and something coming out of nothing. How do you describe that? Well, well, and even a step beyond that, and that we've got nothing but something's coming out of the nothing but it's still nothing it's yeah. without form and void it's yeah uh the one thing that did strike me is it's interesting that i think scientists would agree with this portion of the the chapter because right they talk about the primordial soup they yeah. call it yeah and so the bible says well yeah there was a primordial soup of course it was there because god created it yeah but but uh, uh and that's the thing that always strikes me is i i think sometimes some scientists, yeah. at least, evolutionists, believe that uh, it's kind of assumed. Yeah, it's evolution. It's, we're talking billions of years and how you come up with that number or who knows. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing I think they're willing to admit, though, is is they don't know how that first thing got there. How did the soup, yeah. <laughs> the soup so to get speak, started, get yeah. there? How did they get there in the first place? And we really don't have an answer to that question, you know, honestly. But as Christians, we do have an answer for that. 
It, well, God, right? God, made it. God, God created it. Yeah, God created it. And, and then we see the six days of creation unfold. But God created it. So we got God making the primordial soup without form and void, and then read the next verse. Okay. Uh, verse 3. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. Now, here's the really keen insight that Luther has. Luther says, okay, so we've got God the Father. He's the creator. We all know that. In fact, isn't that cool? That's where the creed comes from. I don't know why I never thought about that before. We believe in God the Father Almighty who made... Maker of heaven and earth. Right. So yeah. right there, right out of the first yeah. verse. And then Luther says, guess who comes in in the next verse? Jesus. Because Jesus is the word, right? Isn't yeah. that what John says? Yeah, the, the word spoken made word. flesh. Uh, uh, the word was in the yes. beginning. The word was with God. He was God. Nothing was made that was made apart from the word. So there we got the Father. We've got the word being spoken, Jesus Christ. And, of course, as you mentioned, who else shows up there? Well, the Spirit's hovering, yeah. Spirit of God. So there's there's the triune God, which would explain, by the way, tell everybody what's neat about the word God there, when it says in God created. What's neat about the Hebrew of the word God? Yeah, I think there, if I remember, it's Elohim, right? Yeah. And this can be a plural form. It is uh, the plural the form. The God yeah. and Already here we have this very opening verses of the Bible, which is amazing. Already this this picture of of the Trinity, yeah, so, Father, so, Son, so Holy Spirit. God's created heaven and earth. That's yeah. what it would literally say in the Hebrew. And well, of course, yeah, you got the Father, the Son, the Spirit. Here's the quote. You know what? You know what Luther says the Spirit's doing. What it means when it says he's hovering <laughs> over it. You'll, you'll I'd love this. to know you'll what love what's, what's Luther thinking. He here. says it's it's like a hand. Isn't that what a hen does? Doesn't a hen kind of hover over her chicks, right? Protects the chicks under his wings, hovers over the eggs, provides the warmth of those bodies so those eggs will, will hatch and become living. And he says, that's the spirit. That's what the spirit does. He's always hovering over. He wants to protect us. He wants to give us life. And I thought, what a neat picture of the Holy Spirit, like a hen watching over yeah. us, you know. See, I would not have, I would I would not have, have thought of that. No, and, not in a million but, years. But thank you, Luther, for that insight, and thank you for continuing our agricultural themes. There we go. Week. That's so, right. It's, <laughs> but it's, it's the farmer. Isn't that a cool picture? It is a cool picture. So, so anyway, we got this nothingness, this formlessness, this void, and all of a sudden things begin to happen. And what does God say about it? At the uh, he says it is. Good. Good, 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 good. Good creation. Talking uh, <laughs> about good creation. Okay. Uh, uh, let's keep on moving. Let's go on to day number two. Day number two. All right. Uh, verse six. And God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters. And let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. All right. I never noticed this before. And how many times, and you and I, even on this show, have done this text any sure. number of times. What is not on the second day? What don't you hear that you hear every other day, but it's missing from the creation on the second day? I don't mean to put you on the spot. Let's see but I was here. put on the spot dun, dun, by dun, dun, Luther. Oh. God uh, does not see. say what. At this point, at least, he doesn't say that it is good. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that strange? Yeah. That's a puzzler. That's a... Why? Why doesn't he say it's good? Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and, and Luther's answer is because it really isn't good at this point. Because what do we have? What do we have? All we have is what? 
We have this expanse here. Yeah. So we got yep. we got this sea that's covering over everything. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. we do now have we have an atmosphere, we have air, yep. but but there's no place for you and me. Yeah. Because we're not birds, we don't fly in the air, we're not no fish, land. we don't no swim plants. in the sea. There's no yep. land, nothing like that. And so Luther says that's why there's it doesn't say it's good, because at this point it's not good. But look what happens when you move into the next verse though. Uh, verse 9, yeah. and God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together, he called seas, and God saw that it was good. Good. And now it's good because there's a place for you and me. We've got earth. There's land here. Oh, that's kind of cool. All right. Oh, it gets even better. We're still on the third day. Read the next part. And God said, let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seeds, and fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind on the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Good. And there was evening and there was morning the third day. And, And why is it good that we have the plants? Because this is what God's going to give us to eat. Mm-hmm. That we might feed off, right? You may eat every every tree in the garden you want, except, of course, the one that will kill you, uh, which makes sense to yep. me. <laughs> I don't want to eat that one. Uh, um, but this is the great insight that I got from Luther that I never understood before. I think before – well, Matt, let me let me just throw it on you. So when you heard the word good in the story of creation, what kind of images did that bring to your mind? Or did it bring any images sure. at all? Well, good according to God's will – Without sin, um, salutary, all those things. Okay. Um, Will Wheaton, in, in the show we were doing earlier, uh, I was Will's guest on Thy Strong Word, and uh, he pictured it like an artist who does a little bit of the painting, mm-hmm. and he says, oh, uh, yeah, that's good. That's and good. Whatever, yeah. And I think I, everything you said and, and Will said, but but now I realize, no, that's not what he's saying here. It's not some kind of abstract good. No, it's good for you and me. That's why God says it's good, because it's going to be good for the man and the woman, the male and the female that I'm going to create. That's what makes it good, because everything God does, he does for our good. There is nothing he doesn't do uh, that is not done for our good. I think I might have just contradicted myself. But anyway, (laughs) you've got the point. (laughs) We get the point, yes. It's good for us. When you hear that in Genesis number one, you need to hear it's good for us. And I think think you're on to something here, because... And I don't want to steal your thunder. No, but, no, you go ahead and steal but, my but when thunder. We get it's to, his thunder it's, it's anyway. His thunder. Have we got to that day yet? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so when they when it gets to Adam and Eve, when it gets to Adam, and yeah. finally there's something that's not good, right? Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. the man. It's not good for man to be, be alone. alone all of a cool. sudden. And I, I think I think that really supports what you're saying, that when something is not good, it's because it's not good for Adam uh, for man, for humankind. Cool. Yes. So I, I think that kind of supports the idea that yeah, the good is for us, and 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 when it's not good, that's because it's not good for us. I love so, that. That see, and now you're tying the whole thing yeah, together, yeah. and I had not thought of that, yeah. but you're right. And again, so what does God do if it's not good for man? Well, he, he fixes it. He yeah. does something that is good. Makes a woman really good. Yeah, woman. Oh, cool. Okay, oh, now wait. Let me ask you. Right, right, okay, right, let me ask right, you. Right. So I, I get what you're saying, and there's this goodness. But then, so so the, the let there the first day though let there yeah. be light. So God says already then though that He sees yeah. that it's good. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. But yeah. then, and then when we get to this uh, day two, he skips it, right? Yeah. And then day three, good. it's it's good again. Okay. So I get what you're saying, but I, you know, I, I you know, um, I, that is, I think that's just interesting. He skips it on on day two. It seems, if I'm reading it right. Well, let's go back to the light business, though. Okay. Because why is that a good thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me let's go to John because this is something else I didn't think about. I think John is channeling Genesis chapter one when he begins his gospel chapter one because he says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Okay, we talked all about that. That's the speaking there. That's the word. He was in the beginning. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life. All right. So all these things. But then listen to what John says. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. See? Yeah. He's the true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. Um, and so I think that's the thought. I think Jesus is right there in the very first verses of Genesis. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, not that he's created. You're right. He's always existed. But yeah, he's there present. And I th- the, the other thing I, uh, that strikes me is that that first day when it's light, this is before the sun and the moon, oh, and yeah. the stars are created. Yeah. So this is not a this is not the sunlight. Okay. No. This is kind of a supernatural. You know, it's it's creative, I, but I yet think supernatural. It's the Jesus light. I really yeah. think it is that that whole picture that there, yes. there's this darkness and it's there yeah. and and it's going to show itself in in, in the, the next couple chapters. But there's this light that came first and the light yeah. that has dominance over the darkness. In fact, everything gets separated between the two. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And if that's the case, which yeah. I think it, it's a great point, then I think it, it points to that, that new creation. It points to heaven itself ah. where there's no sun or moon needed, but Jesus is the light. And so you have this this foretaste in the perfection of creation of, of the perfection of heaven itself that we can look forward to. Is the Holy Spirit not working with you yeah, and me? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think that he's hoovering over us. I'm, like a hen. I'm glad we got that <laughs> hen, the spirit. Uh, and that's such a neat picture, isn't it, Matt? That's right. So the the, the moon and the sun here is just a temporary thing. Yes. And yeah. we'll get to why he made that. Uh, again, I think it's for us. But the key thing is, no, you don't really need a moon and a sun. No, because you've got the light. you got something better. And that'll be in heaven eternally. Cool. That's cool. And, of course, when Jesus is transfigured on the mount. Oh, there you go again. Yeah, the brighter light. Than, brighter than any other light you'd ever see. All right. But let's move on to the next day. Okay. Let's see here. We are on day, uh, we're going to day four. So verse 14. And God said, let there be lights. Here we go. In the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and to rule over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. Okay. Uh, Now, of course, this makes absolutely no sense. You've actually alluded to that already because we've already got plants and yet we don't have a sun and a moon. I mean, how are they surviving? How are they getting light? You know, because we understand that. Sure. You got chlorophyll and you got photosynthesis, but that requires the sun and all that stuff. Uh, Of course, this is the puzzling thing, too, because God started with light and then later on he makes the things where the light come from. It's just very confusing. Uh, uh, You got any thoughts about that? (laughs) 
What does Luther say about this, John? <laughs> I, I, I think one of the things is, is just, uh, I don't know if this answers your question, but just certainly the, the order of it all, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that, you know, and the, the order of God has, has formed stuff these first few days, and now he's filling it. Ah. So he's, he's formed this expanse in the heavens and the atmosphere, like you said, but now he's filling it with with stars, right? He's he's made land. He fills it with vegetation. He's gonna he's made the seas. He's gonna fill it with fish and the sky with birds real soon. So he's formed stuff and now he's he's filling it and it's filled now. I I, I like that picture. Yeah. I think I'll send a note to Luther. He maybe okay. should add that <laughs> yeah, to his commentary. See, yeah, I don't know. Well, no, because I think you're right. There there is that sense that we've made it and now we got to put stuff. Oh, we got Earth. We got to put it here. Oh, we got to fill up the heavens yeah. and the sky and stuff like that. Uh, uh, Luther's take on it was was kind of twofold. Luther's take on it was first. First of all, so God apparently doesn't need your suggestions. <laughs> he didn't come and say, how do you think I should do this, guys? No, he just does it he the way he it. wants to do yeah. it, uh, which I thought that's kind of a nice concept. In fact, Luther has this great quote from uh, Augustine. Uh, the question is, well, what was God doing before creation? Yeah. Was he active? Did he have another yeah, project that's, going that's on? big question. And, and, and Augustine's answer was, well, he was making hell for people that ask questions <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, but but and, and you know my own personal thought on that was the fact that isn't that strange because that's what the scientists tell us that yeah. the thing started with light this great big bang mm-hmm. theory yeah. and, yep. and so well hey isn't that or that's what Moses says too it starts with light but I think really the the best answer was that Luther gave he says see you're missing the point it's not about the order of things although I think he would agree with this idea that I made it and let's fill it up with stuff uh, um, but it's about God doing everything for our good. Why does God make a sun and a moon? Does he need to have a sun and a moon for there to be light? No. Nope. Nope. could have light without a sun and a moon. But did you catch in that verse is why he made the sun and the moon and the stars? I think that's yeah, really the, cool. The, yeah, the day and night, the seasons. Yeah, the years, the days. And, and, and Luther points out, who cares about years and days except for people, right? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. dogs don't care what year it is. The birds don't care what day it is. We are very concerned about days. We we organize our lives. I've got two doctor's appointments this week and meetings on Thursday and Saturday morning. Uh, uh, we certainly love the years, don't we? Because every birthday, every year, celebrate that birthday. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of cool. This was all, we didn't have to have any of this solar system, but it's for our benefit. Farmers know when it's time to go out and plant, when it's time to go harvest. Uh, they know the seasons. Um, I'm wondering, too, if that, the Hebrew there, by the way, Matt, means an appointed time. And so maybe it's also thinking about Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. Yeah, time there to you listen go. to Wrestling with the Bakes are probably other better places to go tonight and tomorrow in terms of hearing the Word of God, but having an appointed time to, to hear the Word of God. And what do you think about the fact that he makes stars and he calls them signs? What does that bring to mind? Well, I, I, I you know, I... I well, I think people <laughs> a couple of things. I think they can be misused, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of astrology and things like that. And it's funny you mentioned it because Luther talks about that and he wrestles over whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. But yeah, yeah, really. Well, I, yeah, I, I kind of depends. I mean, if you're using stars for navigation and signs and 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 the, the good, those are good salutary things. And boy, I think that's just a test to the order of it all that we can navigate by the stars and all those gifts. But if you're looking for it to predict the future, uh, don't look to the stars. Look to the Maker of the stars for your guidance and for your life. Um, not 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 some secret message hidden in the stars. So I tell you what, I think this is a good place to leave. 
Uh, do you mind if we do Genesis one more time next week? Well, might as well, boy. Oh, boy, there's a lot okay. to cover here. Uh, and what we will talk about next week is what's the significance of the star and signs. And we'll also talk about the significance that the day is an evening and a morning. Not a morning and an evening, but it's an evening and a morning. We'll talk about the significance of that next week. Very good. Reason for us to tune in next week to listen to Wrestling Wrestling with with the the basics. Basics.